Hello, and welcome to Say Rated Edge. I'm Gavin Snyder. Um, my brother's here. This is season two. I hope you enjoy it. Today, I'm going to be reading, if I can find it, um, uh, what you call it? Sideways Stories from Wayside School. It's an amazing book. If you've already read it, that's fine. I, I'm pretty sure you'll still enjoy this. If you haven't, well, all the better for you. I'll be back after the break. Today, I'm going to be reading um, Sideways Stories from Wayside School by Lewis Sacker. Um, I will see you again after I put the tape into the tape machine. See ya. (coughs) Introduction. This book contains 30 stories about the children and teachers at Wayside School. But before we get to them, there is something you ought to know so that you don't get confused. Wayside School was accidentally built sideways. It was supposed to be only one story high with 30 classrooms all in a row. Instead, it is 30 stories high with one classroom on each story. The builder said he was very sorry. The children at Wayside like having a sideways school. They have an extra large playground. The children and teachers described in this book all go to the class on the top floor. So there are thirty stories from so there are thirty stories from the thirtieth story of Wayside School. It had been said it has been said that these stories are strange and silly. That is probably true. However, when I told stories about you to the children at Wayside, they thought you were strange and silly. This, that is probably also true. Chapter 1. Mrs. Gorf. Mrs. Gorf had a long tongue and pointed ears. She was the meanest teacher in Wayside School. She taught the class on the 30th story. If you children are bad, she warned, or if you answer a problem wrong, I will wiggle my ears, stick out my tongue, and turn you into apples. Miss Gorf didn't like children, but she lo- but she loved apples. Joe couldn't add. He couldn't even count. But he knew that if he answered a problem wrong, he would be turned into an apple. So he copied from John. He didn't like to cheat, but Mrs. Gorf had never taught him how to add. One day, Mrs. Gorf caught Joe copying John's paper. She wiggles her ears, first her right one, and then her left, stuck out her tongue, and turned Joe into an apple. Then she turned John into an apple for letting Joe cheat. Hey, that isn't fair, said Todd. John was only trying to help a friend. Miss Gorf 
Mrs. Gorf wiggled her ears, first her right one, then her left, stuck out her tongue, and turned Todd into an apple. Does anyone else have an opinion, she asked. Nobody said a word. Mrs. Gorf laughed and placed three apples on her desk. Stephen started to cry. He couldn't help it. He was scared. I do not allow crying in the classroom, said Mrs. Gorf. She wiggled her ears, first her right one, then her left, stuck out her tongue, and turned Stephen into an apple. For the rest of the day, the children were absolutely quiet, and when they went home, they were too scared to even to talk to their parents. But Joe, John, Todd, and Stephen couldn't go home. Mrs. Gorf just left them on her desk. They were able to talk to each other, but they didn't have much to say. Their parents were very worried. They didn't know where they were. Nobody seemed to know. The next day, Kathy was late for school. As soon as she walked in, Mrs. Gorf turned her into an apple. Paul sneezed during class. He was turned in, into an apple. Nancy said, God bless you, when Paul sneezed. Mrs. Gorf wiggled her ears, first her right one, then her left, stuck out her tongue, and turned Nancy into an apple. Terrence fell out of her chair. Terrence fell out of his chair. He was turned into an apple. Marisha tried to run away. She was halfway to the door as Mrs. Gorf's right ear began to wiggle. When she opened the door and had one foot outside, when she reached the door, um, Mrs. Gorf's left ear wiggled. Marisha opened the door and had one foot outside when Mrs. Gorf stuck out her tongue. Marisha became an apple. Mrs. Gorf picked up the apple from the floor put it on her desk with the others. Then a funny thing happened. Mrs. Gorf turned around and fell over a piece of and fell Mrs. Gorf turned around and fell over a piece of chalk. The three Eric's laughed. They were turned into apples. Mrs. Gorf had a dozen apples on her desk. Joe, John, Todd, Stephen, Kathy, Paul, Nancy, Terrence, Marisha, and the three Eric's. Eric Fry, Eric Bacon, and Eric Ovens. Lewis, the yard teacher, walked into the classroom. He had missed the children at recess. He had heard that Mrs. Gorf was a mean teacher, so he came up to investigate. He saw twelve apples on Mrs. Gorf's desk. I must have I must be wrong, he thought. She must be a good teacher if so many children bring her apples. He walked down to the playground. The next day a dozen more children were turned into apples. Lewis, the yard teacher, came back into the room. He saw 24 apples on Mrs. Gorf's desk. There were only three children left in class. She must be the best teacher in the world, he thought. By the end of the week, all of the children were apples. Mrs. Gorf was very happy. Now I can go home, she said. I don't have to teach anymore. I won't have to walk up 30 flights of stairs ever again. You're not going anywhere, shouted Todd. He jumped off the desk and bopped Mrs. Gorf on the nose. The rest of the apples fall followed. Mrs. Gorf fell on the floor. The apples jumped all over her. Stop! she shouted, or I'll turn you into applesauce. But the apples didn't stop, and Mrs. Gorf could do nothing about it. Turn us back into children, Todd demanded. Mrs. Gorf had no choice. She stuck out her tongue, wiggled her ears, this time her left one first, then her right, and turned all the apples back into children. All right, said Marisha. 
Let's go get Lewis. He'll know what to do. No, screamed Mrs. Gorf. I'll turn you back into apples. She wiggled her ears, first her right one, then her left, and stuck out her tongue. But Jenny held up a mirror, and Mrs. Gorf turned herself into an apple. The children didn't know what to do. They didn't have a teacher. Even though Mrs. Gorf was mean, they didn't think it was right to leave her as an apple. But none of them knew how to wiggle their ears. Lewis, the yard teacher, walked in. Where's Mrs. Gorf? he asked. Nobody said a word. Boy, am I hungry, said Lewis. I don't think Mrs. Gorf would mind if I ate this apple. After all, she always has so many. He picked up the apple, which was really Mrs. Gorf, shined it up on his shirt, and ate it. Chapter 2. Mrs. Jules Mrs. Jules had a terribly nice face. She stood at the bottom of Wayside School and looked up. She was supposed to teach the class on the 30th story. The children on the 30th story were scared. They had never told anybody what had happened to Miss Gorf. Um, they hadn't had a teacher for three days. They were afraid of what their new teacher would be like. They had heard she'd be a terribly nice teacher. They had never had a nice teacher. They were terribly afraid of nice teachers. Mrs. Jules walked up the winding, creaking staircase to the 30th story. She was also afraid. She was afraid of the children. She had heard that they would be horribly cute children. She had never taught cute children. She was horribly afraid of cute children. She opened the door to the classroom. She was terribly nice. The children could tell just by looking at her. Mrs. Jules looked at the children. They were horribly cute. In fact, they were much too cute to be children. I don't believe it, said Mrs. Jules. It's a room full of monkeys. The children looked at each other. They didn't see any monkeys. This is ridiculous, said Mrs. Jules. Just ridiculous. I walked all the way up 30 flights of stairs for nothing but a class of monkeys. What do they think I am? I'm a teacher, not a zookeeper. The children looked at her. They didn't know what to say. Todd scratched his head. Oh, I'm sorry, said Mrs. Jules. Please don't get me wrong. I have nothing against monkeys. It's just that I was expecting children. Uh, I like monkeys. I really do. Why, I'm sure we can play all kinds of monkey games. What are you talking about, said Todd. Mrs. Jules ne nearly fell off her chair. Well, what do you know? A talking monkey. Tomorrow, I'll bring you a banana. My name is Todd, said Todd. The children were flabbergasted. They all raised their hands. I'm sorry, said Mrs. Jules, but I don't have enough bananas for all of you. I didn't expect this. Next week, I'll bring a whole bushel. I don't want a banana, said Calvin. I'm not a monkey. Would you like a peanut? asked Mrs. Jules. I think I might have a bag of peanuts in my purse. Wait a second. Yes, here it is. Thanks, said Calvin. Calvin likes peanuts. Allison stood up. I'm not a monkey, she said. I'm a girl. My name is Allison. And so is everyone else. Mrs. Jewell was shocked. Do you mean to tell me that every monkey in here is named Allison? No, said Jenny. She means that we are all children. My name is Jenny. Now, said Mrs. Jules, you're much too cute to be children. Jason raised his hand. Yes, said Miss Jules, the chimpanzee in the red shirt. My name is Jason, said Jason, and I'm not a chimp, and I'm not a chimpanzee. 
You're too small to be a gorilla, said Mrs. Jules. I'm a boy, said Jason. You're not a monkey, said Mrs. Jules. No, said Jason. And the rest of the class, they're not monkeys either, said Mrs. Jules. No, said Allison. This is what we've been trying to tell you. Are you sure, said, asked Mrs. Jules. We'd know if we were monkeys, wouldn't we, asked Calvin. I don't know. Do monkeys know that they are monkeys? I don't know, said Allison. I'm not a monkey. No, I suppose you're not, said Mrs. Jules. Okay, in that case, we have a lot of work to do. Reading, writing, subtraction, addition, spelling. Everyone take out a piece of paper. We, we will have a test now. Jason tapped Todd on the shoulder. He said, do you want to know something? I liked it better when she thought we were monkeys. I know, said Todd. I guess now it means you won't bring me a banana. There will be no talking in class, said Mrs. Jules. She wrote Todd's name on the blackboard under the word discipline. That is the end of chapters one and two of Sideways Stories from Wayside School. I hope you enjoy it. it I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway... See you in five seconds. Hello. Today the episode was produced by Gavin Snyder. Or it was narrated by by Gavin Snyder. The story was Sideways Stories from Wayside School. The author was Lewis Sacker. Or if... If you liked it, you may want on to, to describe to to subscribe or just tell a friend about us. That will help help our business spread. Business spread. Business spread. Goodbye. Thank you. I am Joe, the uh, tech guy. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>